Thank you for listening the Mighty Flying Bunny. This series will be more enjoyed while using headphones. Please remember that this is a work of fiction. Any resemblance with anything real, names, characters, places, etc., it's purely coincidental. Subscribe to get all the updates. Idia, is Demi ready? asked Saint through the door. Yes, I'm ready, answered Demir while opening the door. I couldn't find anything to cover my face, Saint. Would that be a problem? Cover your face? Why? Don't do that. Come on, let's go. Steven is waiting at the pier, said Saint to the princess, who was a little confused for his words. As the last time she was there, Stephen instructed her to wear a veil to cover her face. But she carried on with it and walked off the boat next to Saint. They were at Jory Island. It wasn't easy, but they managed to get out of Solstra's castle after the new information Stephen found about Solstra sending Purple's hot to all his army on the borderline with Saint's lands. They were curious about it. When Demir was walking on the boat's bridge into the pier, Stephen was down, waiting at the end to help her disembark. The lady saw him. She got nervous, but confident enough to smile and keep walking towards him. Saint stayed a little behind to give some orders to Finn. You are a vision, murmured Stephen at Demir's ear when she took his hand to help her. Hey Stephen, do you know where's the new warehouse of Magnar? shouted Saint. He has one at the main street, the other is at the market. We should try both, Saint, responded Stephen. We didn't go to the one at the market the other time we were here, said Demir. Let's go to the market. Luckily, we'll find him there, suggested Stephen. The three arrived to the market which was crowded that day. They entered the marketplace, which was a tall building. The lighting inside was good as it had large windows. They kept walking through a narrow aisle with a lot of people walking by. Some shopping, some other with merchandise. The place smelled to fresh fruit, herbs and spices. They reached the hall of the seafood with all kinds of fish and seafood was either alive and swimming in little fish tongues or being chopped with the characteristic strong smell of a seafood place. As they kept walking through the aisle, it became narrower among the merchandise of the sellers and because of all the people at the place. Saint was a fanatic of calamari, 
and when he passed a place where they were being offered, he walked slower. Steve! Demer! Calamari! I'll get some! shouted the prince, but they didn't hurt and continued going forward. At one point, they weren't even able to walk side by side. Demer turned her head right looking for Zane, but she didn't see him. Then she quickly looked left for Steven, but he wasn't there either. Steve? Zane? Where are you? shouted the lady. The place got messier for the princess who stopped her march. People kept walking beside her in every direction, not minding, hitting whoever was on their way. She started getting pretty nervous as she didn't know the place and was lost. Suddenly, a hand took her by the wrist. It was Steven, who then held her palm inside his and kept walking, breaking through the crowd guiding her who was walking behind him. Here, this is Magner's warehouse, said Stephen as he stopped in front of a little store. Here? It seems small, pronounced Demer. Nothing is as it seems, Demer. Answer Stephen. He took the lady inside the place. It was full with carpets, furniture, shiny lamps with colored pins. He stopped in a spot between two carpets, took her head with both his hands, and kissed her. They were kissing when a familiar voice called them down. Stephen, welcome, your majesty. I could recognize your steps everywhere. Oh, you are here with the lady with the beautiful eyes. Milady, welcome back to my humble store. Saluted Magner as he interrupted the two lovers. You story is everything but humble, Magner, responded Stephen. Hello, Magner, said Demir as Magner kissed her hand. I am more than happy to have you back here. Can I interest you on some ginger sunflower tea? Not that you need them, clearly. It's... Just to spice up a little, offered Magner. That made Demir blush. No, thank you, Magner, said the princess. Magner, we're here because, tried to save Stephen, when? Magner, old thief, come here and give me a hug, interrupted Sane. Magner and Zane did some pretended boxing moves 
to hug at the end. Oh, now you brought the Prince Sailor? Let me watch out my liquor cabinet. Laugh out, Magner. Magner, we are here to talk with you on an important matter. Remember the purple salt I bought last time? We delivered it to King Solzra, said Stephen. Oh no! Why you did that? Last time he wanted to buy some, I told him we didn't find any, answered Magner. Why? Why is the thing with the salt? I'm guessing it's more than just a spice? Asked Demir. Yes, my lady, much worse. Big amounts of it become a potent weapon. A powerful one, replied Magner. Why didn't you tell me that when you gave it to me, Magner? inquired Stephen. I thought you might have taken it to defend you against Solstra, precisely. It is a danger to everyone now that he has it, said Magner. Well, we didn't. We delivered it to him to pay for a debt we have. And he kind of made us think he had no idea about the product it uses and worth. Said Zane. Of course he did that to you. Oh, my innocent friends. I'm guessing a debt from your time of the palace, huh, Zane? Asked. Magner. Well, yes, but uh, let's not talk about it now, answered saying. We need to prepare, possibly for battling against Solzra. He might intend to invade the lands and get the Noivian palace, stated Stephen. Oh dear, we have to go back to the palace as soon as possible said Demir. We must hurry. We tricked Soldra. We were on our way to the Novian. If he knows we are here, he might hurry a possible attack. He doesn't know we are aware of the use of the purple salt, stated Zane. So, tell me, Stephen, who knows you are here? asked Magner. No one. We even took a ship from Aderandis, replied Stephen. Okay. Don't just rush into the sea. The night is close and I don't want you to put yourselves in more unnecessary danger. Please, stay at my humble shack tonight and tomorrow you can leave, said Magner. Your shack? Your house has more amenities than the palace itself, Magner, replied Zane. But thank you. We accept your lodging, stated Stephen. Well, I do enjoy having a place to relax, 
But Iris is smaller than the palace. Anyway, come, come. I will take you out of here, Hidden. No need for more people to see you around as Soldra spies are everywhere, said Magner. They made their way out of the market through a tunnel from Magner's warehouse. Small and obscure, with uneven floor. So narrow they had to walk one by one. The first one was a worker from Magner with a torch. Then Stephen, Demer and Saint. At one point, she fell down. The retinue stopped. Saint and Stephen helped the lady to stand up and continue the march. Demer, take my hand, said Saint. Yes, thank you, Saint, answered the lady. As they kept walking, Stephen's hand reached out the other hand of Demer. At Magner's place, they were served dinner and assigned a room, one for Demir and one shared for Stephen and Saint. Late night, Demir couldn't sleep, so she went out of her room to the garden. She sat down at the edge of the fountain that was there. Saint came out of the shadows. Hey, you can't sleep either? asked the prince. No, you know. I had never thought I'll be in a situation like this, Zane, said Demer. I know. I'm sorry. I know that this all is my fault. As Magner said, I left down my duties for a year, or more, and joined his crew on the boat. We went to many places. I spent a lot of time at the sea, narrated Saint. Oh, wow, did you? said Demer. Yeah, I decided I didn't want to be a prince, to be in charge of the kingdom at all replied saying and why did you come back what made you return and give another try to it asked Demer well it had happened in a day we were at the Sangari Sea we had been hit by a storm the night before there were no important damages whatsoever it was maybe noon, and I had ended doing some chores. Then, I joined the rest of the crew. We were playing to throw some pieces of wood through a bucket. We were deep into the ocean, and that was the most entertaining way to spend the day. 
I won. And after that, we started all over again. At that moment, I decided that it was not the way I wanted to spend my life. As soon as we got to the shore, Magner gave me my part and I made my way to the Nordian. After narrating this story, Saint took a big breath, looked to Demir and asked, That's why I would like for us to be together and spend the rest of our lives building up our kingdom, Demir. All of the sudden, Demir held Saint so hard she was able to feel his heartbeat onto her chest. The man took her head and kissed her with no rush. As they were fusing into each other, the sound of the fountain water played a melody for them. A soft breeze invaded the garden, bringing the fragrances of all the flowers. The night sky was dark blue and full of stars. Given, lady with the beautiful eyes, I thought you would be sleeping by now, said Magner, interrupting the scene. Demir and Saint split, and Saint said, It's me, Magner, Saint. Not Steven. After a brief pause, Magna replied, Of course, you know me, I'm getting old. Well, you're right, Magna. It's late and we have a busy day ahead of us tomorrow. I'll go get some sleep. Good night, both. Demir stood up and left the place. When the princess was arriving to her room, she found Stephen getting out of there. Demir, said Stephen. Good night, Stephen. I'll see you tomorrow, answered Demir. He took her by the shoulders and tried to kiss her on the lips. But she dodged her face, showing him her cheek. He then kissed the lady's cheek. She slipped off his hands and entered her room. Stephen looked at the end of the hall to see Magner standing there. He had clearly seen all the scene. Good night, Stephen. Get some rest, said Magner. Saint arrived at that moment. Oh, Magner, you should get rid of these dogs. Hey, Steve, you're up. Come on, let's go. Let's go get some sleep. Said the prince. Yeah, this has been a long day. Answered Stephen and started walking toward his room, shared with Saint. Despite being inside her bedroom, Demi heard everything. She went light down on her bed, trying to get some sleep, but her mind was full of thoughts.
of Saint, of Stephen, and her role as queen. Eventually, she started her way to the lands of the dreams.